0: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah,
1: cheney man i
2: gotta wait till you come in before i do stuff so now i can do what i need to do so it's just you know the time's the time no you're good i know man but i'm doing it but i gotta do other things and i have to wait for you to come on first before i can get to the next process so i'm working on it right now i promise you
1: just to be here one more week another week uh, here with the financial series with mr. Corey D Moody CPA certified public accountant and certified evaluation analyst and also I am here with senior pastor founder of the Renaissance fellowship every week we try to provide uh, financial blessings through uh, learning through education biblical principles that will help you impact your life, change your situation, give you a better outlook. I don't know about you and I don't know who I'm talking to, but all of you, each of you need to understand that we are in trying times and I understand in the midst of the pandemic, we have to realize there is hope. We serve a God of a second and a third or fifth chance. And we just thank you for all that he continues to do for all of us, each of us. I wanna begin tonight, uh, before we shift, uh, with a word of prayer. I think prayer is the way we push and press and praise our way, not just through uh, finances, but in our everyday lives. And we would that you ask, uh, we would ask that you type in any special requests as we're going along, and something you would probably want us to touch and agree on. Father, we just thank you for this opportunity just to share another week with you. Oh God and Mr. Moody, as we continue to press forward to educate uh, the people of God as we seek kingdom building. The Bible tells us in Matthew, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all those things shall be added. We just ask tonight as we continue to add another layer through Christian education, through this positive outlook, through biblical principles, that you bless those the hearers and the doers of your word god we thank you for our facilitator we thank you for this opportunity for renaissance social media platforms those that are watching all across this country throughout the world we thank you for opportunity we thank you for air but we thank you for giving us the vision and insight to do this bless us now in jesus name amen Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we can thank you for joining us tonight and we need you to do two things, two things I need you to do. If you look on the social media platform, you'll see a registration. I need you to share that. I need you to share it with Mama, Big Mama, Pookie, Tookie, all of them. We need everybody to come in every week to get this valuable knowledge. If you were to pay for it, it would cost you a lot of money, but here it is. It's free and we just wanna bless the people. The second thing we would like for you to do is continue to support our social media platforms, the Renaissance Fellowship, Inc., all of our platforms, and Mr. Corey D. Moody. Please follow us, because there's all other information that you can find on our page, you'll learn more about us. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, again, I'm privileged to present tonight, Mr. Cory D. Moody, Certified Public Accountant,
2: certified valuation analyst thank you thank you thank you and um you know it's always good to get get on here and I say that every week that it's you know it's just a a pleasure and a joy because I get to hear and listen and, and get fed as I give this information and today I'm gonna I'm going to try to talk in the first person so I'm going to say I a lot um because I want to get this message today and I want to get all of them but I want to put a special effort today because this one just just really fed and gave me so much as I prepared for it and what God kind of did during this preparation so So I'm gonna say I a lot, because I'm speaking to myself as I go through this, as I go through this text. And you know, one of the things I used to do and I still do is you know, I always wanna, what does it take? You know, what information do I get before I make decisions? You know, what what is my decisions and, and and my understanding or the understanding to make my decisions? And you know, in my life, you know, I've Taken a lot of risk and made a lot of assertions and you know some of them came out good and some of them came out bad you know the outcomes come out different things and i always try to take these risks and assertions um to 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 come up with a um uh, an outcome or or help me with that decision you know in my profession i, I talked about as an auditor you know we have to we make certain assertions, when we do at the beginning of an audit, we do a risk assessment. And I always kind of, you know, what are the risks I'm willing to take as an individual. And so, you know, last week, we talked about, uh, you know, risk. And and, and I I do want to show you this, just so we can refresh our memories. Uh, Well, actually, the first one I want to show you um, is about the assertions you know and this is acts 24 9 and the other Jews join in the accusations asserting that these things were true so you know what does it mean you know for risk and and assertions and I'm going to get a little bit into that but what really makes our decisions on what we're gonna buy today and, and, and do certain things, you know um, you know what what are those things? you know are are we really prepared? Do we understand why we want to buy something or not buy something? So I have a few things, you know we' we're, you know, we're gonna start this out, we're gonna have a little fun. Uh, and I, I want you to 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 see this as I, uh, I start this video here. Um, And I just can't get these
0: numbers to add up
1: like we're never going to get out of this
2: hole
0: credit card debt. Does it ever end?
1: Maybe I can help. We sure could use it.
0: We've tried debt consolidation companies.
1: We've even taken out loans to help make payments. Well, you're not the only ones. Did you know millions of Americans live with debt they cannot control? That's why I developed this unique new program for managing your debt. It's called, Don't Buy Stuff You Cannot Afford.
0: Oh, let me see that. If you don't have any money, you should not buy anything. <laughs> hmm, sounds interesting.
1: Sounds confusing.
0: I don't know, honey. This makes a lot of sense. There's a whole section here on how to buy expensive things using money you save. Give
1: me that. And where would you get this saved money? I'll tell you where and how in chapter three.
0: Okay, but what if I want something, but I don't have any money?
1: You don't buy it. Well, let's say I don't have enough money to buy something. Should I buy it anyway? No.
0: <laughs> now I'm really confused. It's a little
1: confusing at first.
0: Well, What if you have the money? Can you buy something? Yes. Now take the money away
1: same story nope you shouldn't buy stuff when you don't have the money I think I got it. I buy something I want and then hope that I can pay for it right no you make sure you have money then you buy it oh then you buy it but shouldn't you buy it before you have the money no
0: why not
1: it's in the book it's only one page long <laughs> The advice is priceless and the book is free.
0: Wow, I like the sound of that.
1: Yeah, we can put it on our credit card. (laughs) So get out of debt now. Write for your free copy of Don't Buy Stuff You Cannot Afford. And if you order now, you also receive Seriously. If you don't have the money, don't buy it. (laughs) Along with a 12 month subscription to Stop Buying Stuff magazine. So order today. Alright, so.
2: (laughs) So now. That might be an oversimplification but brings home a point you know we we talk about buying stuff and when we shouldn't buy stuff and what does it put us in you know by going into debt you know what is the risk you know of going into debt so we're going to spend some time you know kind of going over these on um, these issues today and um you know so i want to bring up another scripture and this is the one that we talked about last week and this was the risk this is the one i, I, was, I was supposed to have up first uh, i apologize for that but this is the one is we get our bread at the risk of our lives because of the sword in the desert now this is limitations 5 9 so we're gonna we're gonna kind of hit let uh um um the whole book this evening because i kind of want to bring a couple of points home and i'm not going to read the whole book but i just kind of want to talk about it um, risk versus you know assertions and how assertions affect risk and we may have different assertions in different phases of our lives and different assertions in different parts for different reasons So when i was growing up i used to play this game called risk and i know they don't play a lot of board games anymore and i don't know how many people play risk growing up but it's a board game of the diplomacy conflict and conquest and the goal was to conquer the world and and you had to take risks in in order to to conquer the world and so what risk are we willing to take with our, our finances you know and one of the things that helps reduce the risk is doing your budget your net worth statement because you got indicators that's kind of helping you understand what's going on you know to you know to kind of see what are the assertions i need to do so i can get better results look none of us are going to do it perfectly we're going to make mistakes and that's just going to happen and that's but that's why the forms are important because they can they're gonna they help with mitigating the risk okay and so as an auditor I can't go to a company and audit their company or their financials if they're not in order the the financials are not completed because I'm going in to audit what you say you have already done and if they're not in order you we say your books are not in in our auditable well, it's the same thing on that personal side if we're not keeping budgets and and, and tracking our finances we can't audit or look at the risk and assertions for our own for our own lives so how do we you know kind of deal with that so I want to talk about limitations and you know that is really that's a book of songs it's really five songs and it's a sad book um it is one of this you know the probably saddest books in, in the Bible you know with you know job is another one you know that was more of a personal tragedy. excuse me there's one of them words that don't come out right but I'm, i apologize but jeremiah was weeping through through all this his lamentations, and he was weeping about the nation about jerusalem and you know what what happened you know and so lamentations is really a, a composition or a lament of five songs And, you know, we hear people talk about indicators, you know, you you know, don't follow a strategy and numeration and all that stuff. And those things um, are true and dangerous, you know, to play with, but to use certain things to our advantage. That's why understanding in its proper content is important. So I'm going to talk about limitation just to kind of the breakout. There's this five books and five songs and each book is 22 verses long except three which is 66 and why is that important that each one's 22 and the third one is 66 and and so kind of understanding maybe what jeremiah was going through is that he was writing this and singing this lament. you know these um laments of and and uh, of the state of um Jerusalem so what's the 22 gotta do well in the Hebrew alphabet there's 22 letters as in our alphabet there's 26 and you know they don't use vials so that's how to get to the 22. so if you look at four out of the five books each one is 22 verses long and it's about each each letter of the alphabet. And while that's important, I'm saying that is I remember taking classes, and we used to do these things called mnemonics. It helps you memorize or understand how things write. And sometimes, what helps us, you know, to to do things as reminders is we may have to do some tricks. And you know, just believe that Jeremiah Jeremiah use a mnemonic and use every letter of the alphabet to kind of go through the you know this limitation and just to kind of talk about those five books you know the b- book one was you know the, the um c- catastrophe you know and two was a, the cause and three about the cure and four were the consequences and five was the cry and if you go back and look at limitations And you will see that limitations, one, they always talk about it in the feminine. It's the she. It's always she. And two, he talks about he. Now I'm gonna go back to to one about she, because that was talking about the city. And understanding that cities are typically feminine. You know, and and so I'm learning a new language. and, And in Spanish. You know what's feminine and, and and masculine is very important to how you use and, and, and use and say the words and so part two or book two was is he if you read it it's all what he said talking about god and then three the cure is i and that's the one that's 66 it's three times longer than the other so instead of You know three lines you know per um perverse it has uh six lines perverse so it's 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 three times as long as the other one and and it's about i and then four is the consequences which is the they and then the five is the cry which is the we and so just kind of understanding that this was you know the desolation of of jerusalem and what jeremiah was going through and and part of how it happened you know and and, you know understand we always talk about god's promises that we can do this and you know I, i i'm lying on the promises of god but some of his promises lead to bad things happening because if the jews at that time would have just repented of their sins it he may not have allowed that to happen to have the Babylonians come and take it over and that's a whole nother story but he had to do it because that was in his promise if y'all don't repent if you don't go back and and do what's right you're going to be subject to the Babylonians and so so again you know so and, and understanding feminine and and masculine is important to to as we talk and go back and just kind of look at those books and you can you can kind of see what i'm talking about and then this you know here over in america and in most of the a lot of other countries you know we live in a, a matter uh, a um um uh, now i gotta say this word man help me out a meritocracy you know that we earn based upon our merit you know you know you know how how we work and and how much work we put into it but in god's kingdom it's based on mercy and it's not about hey i got rights to do this and all that stuff but what you know it's all it's about the mercy you know we you know if we truly live in that christian life we live under mercy and so what are those things you know kind of means you mean you know that you know i don't deserve the things When I receive mercy, I want to talk about, you know, a, a few things, but I want to show why mercy is so important because there's a scripture here. I want to bring up that his mercy, it's, it's, it's great because this is something that we can get fresh every morning, his mercy. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new new every morning. And this is the NIV. If you go to the King James, it uses mercy. So I don't want you to think I'm making this up. So, But they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those who hope is in him, to those who seek him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. So, you know, it's important that we understand that that mercy is fresh every morning. Now, you heard me last season, you know, I was in the Old Testament a lot and, you know, you know, kind of talking about how you know when we live in New Testament times and all that now we are under grace so I want I do want to kind of talk about grace and mercy and the reason I'm talking about risk and assertions because I look at grace and mercy as some assertions as it relates to risk so what is grace grace is a courtesy goodwill not something not asked for nor deserve but freely given. And it says goodwill. and I'm to use that goodwill because we talked about goodwill, you hear me talk about it in our financial about that's an intangible asset like intellectual property. Just goodwill, you know, you you know it's saved up, you know, that company is worth a lot more or you you know your value is because you have goodwill. You've built up something so so grace is something that's freely given not deserved so how is mercy different well mercy is a compassion or kindness that god shows and he has the power also to harm us you know it's it's an act to relieve us for some suffering you know that's why we, we used to hear people god have mercy on me and we typically say, "Have mercy on me," when you know when, when I'm when I was in a bad spot. You know, I'm like, "God, have mercy on me." Well, I, I just blew it. You know, I, I I was I was in you know phase one of lamentations. I was just bad and sinning. Just my life is a wreck, and I'm just begging for mercy. I'm not begging for grace. I'm begging for mercy because the pain's there. And so when we talk about grace and mercy, it's different. And, and and both of these still tie together. So I know we like to break, you know, know, sometimes we may say, I'm gonna break up the new Testament and the old Testament, but it's no different because see sin deserves punishment and one, uh, so on. The 9th of March or September, that day is called the Aviv. And that was the day that the Babylonians took over and destroyed the temple over in Jerusalem. And today, the Jews and the rabbis, they sing all the laments, all lamentations, all the laments, all of them on that day every year. And it's a real moving ceremony, because that's the day that they realized we blew it. And so the, you know, the Babylonians at that point became a huge financial city. You know, it was just flourishing and, and understand that, you know, half the quotes in revelation come from Jeremiah and lamentations. I'm going to show you a few of those, you know, how lamentation gets into revelation which is the new testament but this this big financial city you know that you know big commerce you know just kind of the world order you know kind of what we living in now now i'm not trying to prophesy that we 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 are in this babylonian state and this one world order and you know we need to pay attention now we do need to pay attention to what's going on and understand that these laments come right over into Revelation and one of the songs that we sing you know is I'm Hando's Messiah you know hallelujah you know and I'm I'm gonna talk a little bit about that song a little bit later um and you know the meaning of what that what that comes from so how does all this tie in you know to our financials understanding risk and assertions and you know just getting these words right you know is is important and and I wanted to kind of bring the whole lamentations that whole book into into order because I read one scripture last week about risk but I wanted to now I wanted to bring that full book together because I just believe that we I I just cannot take scripture out of the context of the whole book and I know that happens a lot and you know the 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 danger of that is you know using them sometimes you know out of context and that can that leads us you know into problems you know especially if we just say hey you know I just want to have grace and you know i can just pray and everything is going to be okay you know so i want to read this is philippians four ten, and you know this is the one we people say i can do all things through christ you know all you know i can do all things and that scripture is really a financial scripture and i'm i'm, I'm going to read it real quick and just just a few um just a few verses and this is four ten. I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at the last you renew your concern for me indeed you were concerned but you had no opportunity to show it I am not saying this because I am in need for I have learned to be content all right so now this stuff is going bad so he, he you know pleading the case hey I ain't coming to you because I need you right now right so i am not saying this because i'm in need for i have learned to be content whatever the circumstances i know that what it is to be in need and to know what it is to have plenty i have learned the secret of being content in any in every situation whether well fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in want I can do all things through uh, through him who strengthens me so he gives us the strength to get through whatever this financial situation we're in when we you know we living out the fatter of the land or we are in the, the, the slam times we got that strength to be you know I want to be content and what I'm trying to do myself is always be content no matter what the situation is. Can I be content when my bank account's high? Can I be content when my bank account's low? When the creditors are calling, you know, when all this stuff is going on. And not that we just sit back and do anything, but just the constant go out go at it to make sure these things are happening. And so what happens? You know, so, you you know, in in Lamentations, you know, the Babylonians, you know, took over. And what happened, you know, eventually, and we got it back, right? And so I'm going to take you to Revelations 18. This is the lament, Lamentations. This is one of the laments over fallen Babylon. So this is all in um, Limitations and Jeremiah. If you notice, Limitations is right after Jeremiah, cause that's him now s- singing this. He's using it in songs. So s- some of us use numbers, you know, it, it, um, I was taking this physics class and what, what, what made physics finally click and not so hard. I made physics another language. And then it was just solving problems, and so when I, I saw Jeremiah, he wrote these laments. He used twenty-two verses, and every one except three that he used a mnemonic of the the twenty-two consonants. So using things to help us as tools, there's nothing wrong with it. You know, I may sing, I may send a song. You know to my wife because I just can't say it or maybe she just won't listen to me and give me three minutes to listen but don't tell her I said that but the point I'm making is sometimes those songs can say it better than I can because in lament remember these are songs he's singing this and they sing this every Aviv and and synagogues so I know people say well I ain't Jewish well it's still the word of God how that works so you know that's why you know taking that old and new got to be real careful what we say is not applicable to us as Christians but this 18.1 is the lament over fallen Babylon and I want to read this after this I saw another angel coming down from heaven he had great authority, and the earth was eliminated by his splendor. With a mighty voice, he shouted, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the Great. She has become a dwelling for demons, and haunt for every impure spirit, a haunt, a, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the Mandarin wine of her adulteress now there's another one I have here uh, I'm gonna make sure yeah here, yeah, I got it the merchants so that it comes down now the merchants on the earth this is 1811 just kind of skip down a little bit the merchants on the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore cargoes of gold and silver precious stones fine fine linen purple silk ain't nobody buying nothing it's just stopped and so as we look at where we are today you know you know banks getting bailed out you know you know you know the stock exchange going down and what they say is that's the day christians are going to sing hallelujah and that song is about the fall of Babylon. And so I just wanted to kind of bring this out, you know, as we understand of the financial system, you know, when things happened in 2008. I remember people going crazy, you know, selling their their 401ks, turning them in. And I remember it's stating This way, it stated, just wait. It'd come back. And by golly, it did and came back. But if you panic, and took your money out you lost a whole bunch of money but that's understanding risk and i made a statement that playing the start market is no different than going to the casino and playing you know craps or blackjack or whatever you're gambling and and i'm not here to say right or wrong i'm just trying to bring this point that do you understand your risk and so understanding some of your assertions now we just talked about two of the assertions today and that was grace and mercy you know do we understand when we fall under grace when we fall under mercy but it's important to know what assertion to you especially in our finances because we can apply the wrong principle is that why we never can seem like have some money at the end of the month you heard them say in the, in the little skip we, we just did that hey what's savings how do you do that and that's about applying the right principles. so having our budget and our our net worth statements helps us guide and and you know gauge where we are and what we need to do that's why this stuff's important and I said earlier that God is not a slot machine or genie in a bottle we just go and pray and rub them and say God I need this hit I need this check in the mail that you say is going to show if I do this. It's more to it. And, you know, that's maybe saying grace, God going to do it, even though I don't deserve it. But maybe we need to look at it. Well, maybe we should be looking at the mercy assertion that there's some things I got to fix first. That, yeah, every morning that mercy is fresh. But he got the power to keep me suffering and maybe sometimes that suffering is what we got to go through to really get the full effects of his grace yeah grace is freely given but if it's given 24 7 none of us would be be tripping so i'm not gonna sit up here and say that Hey, I ain't got to worry about this grace because I'm cool. No, because we got bad days, bad times. So I'm only saying that because this series about breaking these strongholds that we started last year goes beyond just having forms and me taking you through a whole bunch of stuff that hopefully maybe it'll work. For me, it's just me getting my life, myself together with God and saying, God, I'm giving it to you. And I'm sorry for my sins. You know, we repeat ourselves over and over again. So we gotta understand how to use God's words to our advantage and I think we lose or I lose I've lost I mean you talk about me let me say the the I again This I'm in chapter one of lamentations I've lost so much because I've taken words and things out of context because I didn't fully understand what I was reading because it sounded good I can stand on this word I remember talking to a pastor, you know, he, he was, we were talking about, you know, these different types of ministry, you know, this is a grace ministry, you know, this is a prophetic ministry, this is a, I can't even think of, you know, the, the, the money ones, you know, you know, I just, I'm just having the brain fart right now, But all these different ministries. And if we stick just to kind of one assertions, we get ourselves in trouble if I was just to stick to one assertion as I'm doing an audit those financial statements could be materially inaccurate and I wouldn't know it and the readers are looking at this these financials and looking at them and because my name was on as a CPA making decisions based upon you know my my letter saying this is a clean opinion. But if I didn't do all the work properly, apply the proper assertions, you know, look at my risk. I could be missing a lot of, you know, misstatements or material effects on the financial that would make the decisions different. So understanding the assertions that God has for us, I just found for me to be so important. And it's not popular because we got to do what our own sin and things that we don't do. And we're not willing to do. You know, we just think we are entitled to everything. I don't have to work. I don't have to do anything. Well, that's my brother. That's my mama. That's my daughter. That's my son. You are entitled to stuff. You don't have to work for it. That's garbage. God's people constantly, we have to earn his grace his mercy yeah it's given to us even when we don't deserve it but we get more and more as we stand firm on his word so i'm just making a a, a pledge from this point on you know to constantly check my self check my assertions where am i Am I relying on grace because I don't want to do nothing? I don't want to feel the pain. Where am I? So I just want to say thank you for tuning in. And it's always a pleasure. And again, this is every Wednesday. And I, I hope you continue to listen in. And I apologize for the music, and I'm going to have to turn it down because I don't have my board. Uh, I don't have my board this week, and so I, I don't have all my, my control. So I'm going to turn this back over to Pastor Cheney uh, to make this transition. So Pastor Cheney, I hope I was all right today. I just, you know, you know God just put this on me, you know, and I just... It hit me so hard i just wanted to share what i've been going through you know in my in my my own life
1: i love it i love it and that's what it's about my friend it's about being transparent ladies and gentlemen it's about being honest with where we are again the financial biblical principles are are good but sometimes it's even better when we can pour out the way we feel, so you can see how relevant it is for our lives right now. I love the book of Lamentations. I have a couple of sermons out of there to lament, to ponder, to think about, to process. You know, it's not as easy as people think. Lamentation was written, there's a purpose for it being, like you said, behind Jeremiah. Ladies and gentlemen, we thank you so much again for tuning in and joining us we just thank uh, Mr. Corey D. Moody, my friend, my brother, for pouring his spirit out. I need you to share. This is what I need you to do. I need you to share the information that you are hearing. I know there are more people that go back later on and watch this. And it's a wonderful thing. Sometimes you need more time to process. That's good. But I need you to share. I need you to sign up. Uh, when you see that little finger that goes down, say sign up right here on my link my page i need you to do that just for accountability purposes so we can just make sure that we're disseminating the information to you the correct way also if you would like to sow a seed into our ministry a lot of people say man y'all always asking for money well the bible says asking it shall be given seeking you shall find knock, and the door shall be open i'm asking you tonight consider sowing a seed tonight on this what second uh, February the 2nd, my goodness, you know, January just wins by. You could do it through Givlify, the Renaissance Fellowship, Las Vegas. You can also do it through Cash Out, dollar sign, the Renaissance LB. Cash Out, the, the dollar sign, Renaissance LB. And we solicit your prayers. Pray for the ministry. Pray for our weekly series. And may God continue to bless you. We love you and we'll see you next week.